thank you once again that how you've already moved and blessed this morning, uh, God, in the praise and worship in the altar. God, we just thank you this morning for your blessings, your favor, your grace. And God, we just receive what you're about to do in your word, that the hearts will be open, ears will be open and receive your word. And Father God, that lives will be touched and changed and they'll never be the same as they'll let this word go in and they'll apply it next week. Don't just hear today and leave and forget about it next week, but they may apply this word next week, God, when situations come, the devil come, that they know they are overcomers. And so God, just move right now. And we give you the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. You got your word. Let's hold this word and confess this word. Amen. Father God, I hold your word. Read your word. Walk by it. Act by it. Talk by it. The world, the word, the world around me. See the word in me. Because the word in me tells me how to be saved, healed, filled, and blessed. I am what it says I am. I'm highly favored. And this is, this is my best year yet in Jesus' name. Come on, give the Lord a hand clap of praise and a shout. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, if you come in this morning and you've seen the the, the church decorated like this and you said, Lord, he done brought the world in the church. First of all, I want to say this, you the church. Amen. This is a place where we come and worship Him. This is a place that we call the church. But the church, you need to realize one thing, my friend. The church is not like the temple was in the Old Testament. Amen. In the Old Testament, that was where they come in and that was in the Holy of Holies. And that's where they come in and worship God and, and many things happened in there and the priest would go in and the veil, and the, and the veil, the veil was tore. And when that veil was tore, it, from then on, the Spirit of God flowed out of the inner and it flowed out into those that would receive Jesus Christ in the New Testament. And if you receive Jesus Christ in the New Testament, today you're living in the New Testament and you receive Jesus Christ, that power, that glory, that anointing is in you. You are the temple of the Most High God today. Amen. So don't get, don't get all stirred up in that. Now I know this is a place that we do come and worship Him and there is things that we still reverence and honor as well. But I want you today to realize, and if you don't know, while all of this green is up and all of the orange is up, all of this is up today to honor one of the most mighty, anointed man of God that was a missionary, and his name was St. Patrick. And I know he's in heaven today, but I just want to give a clap to that man of God for what he did at Ireland. Amen. And we're going to talk about him on in, we're going to talk about him next week, and then we're going to skip a week, and we're going to talk about him uh, uh, again at the end of the month. Amen. But uh, but before we do that, I slam forgot something. Bless you. I just got up and got carried away. Amen. But I want us to take. I want you to first look at the, look at the screen, a little clip of uh, Minister Man of God, Minister uh, 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 Smalley, this coming uh, to minister in a couple weeks. On a, uh, the, his wife will be speaking that Saturday morning to the ladies. He'll speak Sunday morning, Sunday night, and Monday night. Uh, and, and very hard to get this man of God in here. Uh, he's, he's, uh, runs parallel with a man of God that we dearly love and follow, uh, so much, uh, brother Mike Murdoch. But guys, roll that right quick and, uh, and, uh, watch this for just a second or two. Praise God. Colossians chapter one, verse 13. 
Probably my favorite passage of scripture now in the New Testament just says this. And I love what God has done for us. The scripture says that he transferred us out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of what? Of the Son, of His love. So when you got born again, you didn't just get forgiven. You didn't just get peace. You didn't just get instant, you know, joy. Your spirit was recreated and you were transferred out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of the Son of God. With all the benefits, the rights, and the privileges thereof. Your driver's license may still say Texas if you're like me, or Pennsylvania if it's you, but you really don't live where they say anymore. You got transferred out of the kingdom of darkness and your spirit's now functioning in the kingdom of the Son of God. That's confusing to us because we still hear. We still looking at each other in this physical body. We're still going to work. We're still paying the bills. We're still doing all the stuff that we do. But Christians haven't understood. Something greater happened than you got forgiven. You got reborn. You got remade. You are now a new creature. You're not a better creature than you were before. You're a brand new one. You are a joint heir with Jesus. You're a son or daughter of the Most High God. And it always goes up, up, up and up from there. I hear people say all the time, well, Mike, you know, life has its ups and downs. Who told us that? What scripture did we get that from? I understand what we mean about it from an earthly perspective. You wake up one morning, boom, got a flat tire. I was preaching in Houston one time, and I said, even Christians have flat tires. And that day, I had two. <laughs> Not just one. So I was thinking, Lord, if what I preach about comes to pass that fast, next week I'm talking about winning the lottery or vacations to Switzerland or something. I'm just throw something in there if it's going to happen that fast. I had two flat tires in the church parking lot. I know from a human perspective, we think... We have ups and downs because of emotions and, and, and pain and heartache and somebody passes away in your life, it hurts. But when you understand Romans chapter 8 said he's working all things for your good. And you understand you got transferred from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of the Son of God. So if you understand where your spirit man is functioning, it's never up, down. It's always from faith to faith, from glory to glory. And your emotions are no longer dictating how you feel, but your spirit man is dictating to you how you feel. Plants and be a part of that. Amen. Made planned. Hallelujah. We're going to touch on that rebirth this morning. Amen. But go with me to Genesis. Well, we'll get there though. Uh, St. Patrick was a, was a patron. He was a, he was a uh, patron saint of Ireland. Of course, he was born, we're going to talk a lot about him next week, but he was born in, uh, in Roman, uh, there in the late fourth century. Uh, and of course he was, he was kidnapped. Some of you know we've shared that before, but he was kidnapped and he was taken to Ireland as a slave. He escaped. He escaped, went back home, and returned to Ireland to 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 be probably one of the greatest missionaries there was to that to that land. And uh, so, the island, the color green, represented their religion and what they believed. And then you see the orange hanging today. The orange represents the Protestant, the Christian part of it. And then, of course, their flag has white on it separating uh, separating that. So uh, when you see the green, you don't see a lot of orange, but you see a lot of green. Hey, man, well, look at somebody and say, we the orange. Hey, man. And we still, we still more dominant. Hey, man. 
But I want to talk to you this morning. Uh, let, let me just, and I'm going to say some quotes, probably some more next week, uh, some quotes by St. Patrick. This is one of them. He says, Christ beside me, Christ before me, Christ behind me, Christ within me, Christ beneath me, Christ above me, Christ everywhere with me. Amen. Woo. I mean, he had it. Amen. I mean, he, you know, you know, something had to get a hold of him for him to get out of being enslaved and escape, go back to his land and come back to minister to those people. Wow. 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 But the, but again, the green, uh, uh, is, is them that the Catholics was, was, uh, was, was the green and then the orange is said represents us. So I want to ask you this. Look at somebody. <laughs> Look at somebody and say, let's go green. Now we hear that in the, in the, in the government, in the world out there about our climate and all about that. And I won't, I won't, I won't get in a lot of that, but you know, what does it mean to go green? And why should we, you know, why should we make, why should we make the change? You know, for some people's eye to go green and, you know, we talk about benefiting the environment and I'm good for the environment. I'm all about that. Uh, and, and reduce air pollution. I, I'm, I'm all about that. And then they talk about, Climate change and, uh, you know, so I, I was somebody, I was reading one this, this week. They said, it's climate change. This ain't happened in 67 years. I said, well, it's not climate change and it's just, it's just a cycle. Right? Just a cycle. You know, I mean, you know, if they're saying things like, man, this has never happened in the world before and, and they're constantly saying that on and on and on and there may be something to that. But I want to tell you, I know God's going, we got to trust God. And if God wants to change the climate, well, let him go on and change the climate. He's got us anyhow, but I believe a lot of that is not really true. Don't cut me off. Amen. <laughs> but I believe that's not all true. Amen. Because God, if God designed and laid all this thing out, hey, ain't nothing going to catch God off guard. There ain't nothing going to come apart unless he allows it to come apart. And if he allows it to come apart, you think the earth earth's going to blow up or come apart or whatever? Don't worry about that. You didn't know the rapture going to take place before. We're going to be in heaven. Oh, but that Bible says we're coming back one day. Amen. And we're going to rule and reign because there's going to be a new heaven and a new earth. Amen. Amen. So what does the color green mean spiritually? I want us to get something this morning and share some scriptures with you this morning. And we just declared that the month of March is green month. Hey man, uh, it, it is green. And, and I want to tell you, it ain't, it ain't, it, it ain't about the little leprechauns. Hallelujah. And it ain't about the pot of gold. Hey man. Hallelujah. But it's about letting Jesus be the Lord of your life. Hallelujah. And when you look at the, when you look at the, 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 the color green and the definition of it, we're going to talk about it in just a minute. Sister Patty preached, got my message started while Ago, I was out there listening to her and I said, settle, settle down a little bit, settle, settle down in that confession. She's getting up with it, amen. But it's here, amen, sister. Amen. You, you, you just can't put a lid on God, amen. If you'll just let him flow, amen. If you'll just, you'll just let him flow in your, in your life. Uh, but we know the three leaf clover, you know, people talk about that. Well, what you got all them up for, amen. Well, them clovers, Man, he went back, Brother Patrick went back, and he used, he used that three-leaf clover was one of his greatest witnesses, representing the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And But see, the enemy has come in and, and brought the pot of gold in, and, and man, what is, what is gold? We're going to walk on gold at my house. I said, I'm going to walk on gold. My streets are going to be paved with gold at my house. Amen. 
Streets are going to be paved with gold. Amen. We ain't after no pot of gold. Amen. But the, the, the enemy's tried to take all the, anything that God has done, he's tried to take it and turn it around to the world thing. Amen. Just know, you know, uh, just know the, the, the true meaning about things. Amen. I mean, he's, he's done that with, uh, done that with, with, with the great minister of St. Patrick, what he was doing there. You know, and he tried to do it even with, 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 with Easter, the resurrection of Jesus Christ, with Peter Cottontail. Amen. My Lord. No, it's Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm telling you. They didn't know rabbit walk out of, they didn't know rabbit get on no cross. They didn't know rabbit walk out of that tomb. It was Jesus walked out of that tomb to give you and I life and hope today in this 2023 year we living in. Amen. Hallelujah. But let's look at this. What does the color green spiritually represent? Green represents, we of course know, nature. The nature. Look at that in Genesis 1.30. Genesis 1.30. All the way back at the, it won't take you but a minute to find that one in the Bible. Hey man, that's the first book. Hey man, about the second page there. He says, and to every beast, to every beast, every beast of the earth, every fowl of the air, and to everything that creepeth on the earth, wherein there is life, I have given every, what? Green herb for meat, and it was so. See, God's going, he just, he started out making a way that those animals and all of that's going to live by the greenness, by the herbs and everything. Man, if he took care of them, look at somebody and say, he's sure going to take care of you. He's surely going to take care of you. But we see the nature, you know, and, and, and that's the beautiful thing that I like about spring. Amen. Man, everything's coming to life and leaves are putting out and everything is, is life. And we do pray that, I pray that the, 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 the cold and the frost is gone. Amen. I, I do. I really do. But you know, there's one thing about it. I don't understand how it all works and how God and the nature and animals, how he's got it. Uh, and let me, let me go and say this. Don't, don't cut me off. Okay. Uh, but there ain't no, uh, all that mother nature, there's God, amen, it's just God. I, don't, I ain't never met mother, but I met God, amen, spiritually, amen. But people talk about mother nature, I mean, I'm telling you, it's God, amen, it's God. But you notice that there's a saying, and it stands true, talk about the, the greenness and life is putting out, but they say the coal is never gone, the coal is never gone, the, the frost is never gone till you hear the whippoorwill. And I hadn't heard him yet. But I hope to hurry up and hear him before the cold comes. Amen. But that whippoorwill, he's, he, he hollers all night. But they say if you hear him at night, the, the cold, the frost is gone. And he's, he's hollering for his mate all night. Can you imagine standing, sitting on a limb on a tree, hollering for your mate all night long? Thank God you guys ain't got to do that. Amen. Hallelujah. There's an easier way. Just pray. Amen. Just pray. But as you think about it, I just love the fall. I mean, the, the, the spring, the, the, the leaves are coming to life and everything is coming to life. And church, I want to tell you, that's the way it should be to you and I, that when we come to Jesus, man, everything's coming to life in us. Amen. It's like green. Amen. There's life in us. There's, there's freshness in us. There's a new on us. And you know, if you look at those leaves now, they're shining. Amen. Well, I want to tell you, when you allow Jesus to come in, you're going to grow. Hallelujah. Like that nature. And they should be a shine about you that the world knows you're different I'm telling look at somebody and say let's go green go green amen hallelujah I, I, I declare next Sunday you wear you green amen wear you green amen 
Be like me and Sister Pat and Sister uh, Pastor Betty there. Amen. Uh, wear that green. Amen. Go green. But I'm talking about the spirit in you. Amen. Let the spirit in you. Let shine like Jesus. Be fresh and green and shining. Let the, let the glory of God flow in you. What does the word green mean? It represents nature. Get these words down this morning. It represents growth. Look in Ephesians 2.21. It represents growth. It represents growth. In whom all the building fitly framed together groweth unto an holy temple in the Lord. Church, this is Paul writing to Ephesians. He says, in whom all the building fitly framed together. Sister Peggy described that so perfectly this morning. Is that when we're giving our, our, our tithes and offering, this one serving here, this one serving over there, there was others out yesterday visiting and along with the others that I shared earlier, you know, when, when all of that is fitly framed together, we are the church today. We become the holy temple in the Lord. But you know, if we don't grow, we have no concern for other people. Amen. If we don't get in the Word and study the Word and grow, do you know, if, if you don't pick up this Word or hear this Word on the phone or something every day, you'll get caught up that you're just repetitious, do the same thing every day. You'll get up, go to work, come in and do what you're going to do there, go to bed and get up and do the same old thing. And every now and then you may go to the lake fishing or Go down to see Mickey at Disney World or whatever. But basically, you just live the same old thing. Why? Because you're not growing in the Lord. You see, your spirit is just like the body. You know, you don't eat nothing other, other than Mark Sheehan. You know, you don't do, you just eat donuts and ice cream all the time. You'll grow. Amen. You'll grow. You'll grow. Amen. Cause that dough and sugar will add it on. Amen. You'll grow. We all understand that. But if we could ever get that understanding, Sister Patty, about the Word. When you grow in this Word, you read this Word, your spirit grows. Your understanding grows. And then when the devil comes and throwing those fiery darts, and when something he has thrown to meant bad for you, you can get in the Word and you can say, Isaiah 54, 17, No weapon formed against me shall prosper. I'm going to overcome this. But if you don't know the word, you're going to get on the phone and call the preacher and everybody else. And then you're going to just say, oh, I just don't know what to do. You need to know what to do. You need to know what to do. Amen. You need to know what to do. In times of need, you need to know what to do. Growth. Growth. Look at this one in Second Peter chapter 3, verse 18. He says, but... Grow in grace. Man, we talked about that the other night. Remember grace? God's riches at Christ's expense. God's riches at Christ's expense. That's grace. God's given you His riches through His Son, Jesus Christ. But grow in that grace and in the knowledge. There it is. The knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To Him be glory both now and and forever. And can you say amen? Both now and forever. But you got to grow. Church, I'm telling you, you got to grow. If you want to change your life, you got to grow. And if you're going to grow, you're going to have to change. You're going to have to quit doing something. Amen. Hallelujah. 
I was talking about Mark a while ago, bless his heart, something, you know, he's not normal. I'm serious. And he, oh, he's in there. But the doctors told him his system not normal. You know, I eat ice cream. Something in his system, it don't, it don't do to see. He, he thinks he's blessed and highly favored. I think there's something, something malfunctioning when I'm scared. But, 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 you know, there's something different about him. But what, what I'm, what I'm, what I'm, what I'm saying is that don't happen, that don't happen to everybody. Hey, man. That, that's out, that's out of, that's out of the norm. But if we take this, this scripture, if we will grow in this knowledge in the Lord Jesus Christ, if we will grow in this, if we'll grow in this knowledge, to Him be the glory both now and forever. Church, He wants us to grow. He wants us to grow. You see anything this, this time right now, man, it's putting out leaves. Man, it's growing and, and flowers are blooming. There, there's growth. They're taking on growth. you got to take on growth in your life if you want it to change. Because growth means change. Change means growth. And you know, God's got so many blessings and things with your names on it. Is specifically for you. And you've heard me say this before. Don't get to heaven. You get to heaven and God says, you know, Jesus said, come on, I want to show you something. And he opens up this room and it's a room full of blessings had your name on it. You missed out on all those blessings because you wouldn't get in the word and grow and believe God and grow for those things. Grow for those things. I want to tell you, if you get in this word and grow, if you get in this word, you'll grow. You'll grow and you'll be moved and blessed and blessed and blessed. Look at this in the Amplified. He says, but grow in grace. What is grace? He talks about, defines here at Amplified. Undeserved favor. Spiritual strength. You can have spiritual strength. Recognition and knowledge and understanding of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the Messiah, to Him. To be the glory and the honor and majesty and splendor now and to the day of eternity. Amen. So be it. But you got to grow in it. Amen. Get that grace. Undeserved favor and spiritual strength. That's what this word does. Spiritual strength. See, all the stuff that you deal with out there tomorrow is attacking you, your mind, your will and emotions. You know that? What them people say is going to attack your mind and what you read or hear is going to attack your mind and, and you begin to think on it. Then it gets in your emotions and then it directs your will and how you're going to react to that thing. How you, what you're going to say, what you're going to do. But this here ministers to your spirit and your spirit will lift above that soul and lead you into a better and a, and a more prosperous and anointed way. But you got to get in it to grow and do that. See, you can come to church. You can come, you can come to church all you want to, but if you don't apply this word, you're really not going to grow a lot. Amen. I mean, we shut up a little fly in a jar and we bring him to church every Sunday. He's never going to play the piano. If he does, I'm leaving. Amen. <laughs> but really, I mean, we, we, we just, well, I was going to say, no, I won't say that. Some of y'all might get offended. But if we just bring that fly, he's not going to get nothing out of it. Man. And if we don't get in this word, we're not going to get nothing. You may enjoy, you may be moved by emotions or the music or a little bit and all that's good. But if you start reading this word, or at least just listen to what the preacher says. 
and applied his word. If you'll listen today and apply this word, think about it, go home this week and apply what the preacher said today, and it works. Thank you, Jesus. You know what should happen? That'll make you hungry for the word. Make you hungry for the word. It'll make you, because you've been exposed to it. Friday evening, I picked up all pans of that dessert. It was in my truck. And it rode with me. I did have a bad thought. I said, what if that one, because it was stacked up on the truck, everything was loaded in the back, and it was in the front seat on that side, driver's passenger side. And I thought, what if that one slides out on the side inside? I said, I'll pick it up, and I'll eat that one. That's what I'll do. (laughs) (laughs) But because I was exposed to it, I become hungry to it. Begin to smell them and see them over there. Had that brown crisp top on them, crispy top on them. What I'm saying, sir, if you'll get around this thing and get exposed to it, you'll get hungry to it, and you'll start eating this word, you will grow. And your life will be changed. Your life, and then you know what'll happen? You will start Letting this word, you get this word in you and it starts running over. Then you start, instead of you calling and and complaining, then you start teaching and help other people not to complain. You start growing because you're taking this word on. You're taking this word on. So I want to encourage you. Get some green about it. Say, let's go green. Grow. Let's grow. Let's grow. Let's look at this one. Go to John 3, 3. Rebirth. Rebirth. John 3, 3 says this. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a man be born what? Again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Now, when you get born again, it's not going to, it's not going to, we talked about it, it's not going to change nothing outward. You ain't got hair, you still ain't going to have hair. Man. It was gray, it's still gonna be gray. Unless you go down there at Walmart and get some of that color put in it. There ain't nothing that gonna change, amen. Whatever size pants you wore, when you get up from the altar, you give Jesus, you give Jesus that, He can't take none of that off. Still gonna be that size. But it's an inward thing. It's an inward thing. Look at this in the Amplified. It's an inward thing. Look at this. Jesus answered him, I assure you most solemnly, I tell you, that unless a person is born again, a new from where? Above. He cannot see, know, be acquainted with, or experience the kingdom of God. Got to be a new. See, it's your, your, your way of thinking will change when you keep reading this word and thinking about the word and, and uh, listening to some good gospel music. Amen. Gospel music, because it it gets in here and it'll change your way of thinking. 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 Look at John 3, 7, just a few verses down. Look at this one. Marvel not that I say unto thee, and he's telling us we got to be what? You got to allow Jesus to be the Lord of your life. And I trust you are this morning, but if you're not, we, we're going to let you get, get fixed in a minute. I mean, just ask Jesus to be the Lord of your life. 
See, nothing's going to change on the outside because God works from inside out. You know, He works from inside out. We try to work from the outside in. <laughs> Just give it to Him. Just give it to Him. Rebirth. We got to change. But see, you can't change. See, we got people all the time say, Oh, I, you know, I, 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 I want to change, I want to change my bills. I want to change getting out of debt. I, I, I need to change this and weight and all of this and jobs. So I want to change, I need to change all of this. But you know, a lot of people, they spend their entire life saying that, but they never do nothing about it. I hear people all the time say, Yeah, I know, you know, I need to quit eating this, but it sure is good. I say, you got a good life policy? <laughs> got your prearrangement ready? Amen. Because you, you, I mean, they already know it's not good. I'm like Dr. Colbert. I believe moderation is good. Amen. I believe moderation is good. Pastor Betty don't agree with me all the time, but bless God, I sacrifice the light bread for ice cream any day. Amen. <laughs> moderation. But we, we, we've got to get into the, we got to get in and know that we've been reborn and we have a better, better life, better life, better life. First Peter, first Peter 123. Better life. Being born again, not of corruptible seed. See, you know, you was born, when you was born, you was born of a corruptible seed. You know, when you was born, from that day you started growing, but you also started dying. But that's your flesh body. It's going to pass away. Young ladies, I hate to tell you, guys, I don't care what you do, there's going to be wrinkles that's coming. Hair going to change color. Hair going to let go. <laughs> it's just going to happen. Why? Because your body, this is, this is like, it's, 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 it's corrupt. Biggest thing it was corrupt with, it was born into sin. But the greatest thing about that, Jesus came for the spirit part of us that don't have to, amen, but of the incorruptible by the word of God which liveth and abideth forever. So we was, we was, we, we got it. That's why you got to be born again. I mean, that's why, you know, little, little children, that's why little children can be, you know, you let these two kids come over here. And then be playing with the toys and that guy and just take all the toys away from him. We were talking to a couple this weekend. They're, they had a kid, they would, they had a kid, their kid wouldn't even let the other kid even come into his room and play with his, his toys. Now do you reckon that mom and daddy taught him that? That was just the nature. Nature. Look at somebody and say, you got some bad nature and you too, don't you? <laughs> that come up in us. That's, that we was born with that. So that's why Jesus said, that, that's, that's why Peter was saying here in this scripture, you gotta be born again in 1 Peter 1.23. That's why he was saying, you gotta be born, that's why you gotta be born again. You gotta be, that's why you gotta be born again because now it's not a corruptible seed, but it's incorruptible. I'm gonna, what is it, what is he saying? If you let Jesus come in, you may die in the physical body, but you're gonna live more than you've ever lived. Tell you, I want to stay here and get my 118 years in with Pastor Betty. But man, I got every day, I think about a lot of people's in heaven. Man, I'm excited to go see them one day. But you know, I don't want, I don't want to get selfish and pass up what God wants my assignment here first. So don't get, you know, 
But see, if you ain't careful, you get, you'll get selfish and you think, well, I just want to go to heaven. Ain't nothing here for you. God's got you here. He's got an assignment. You need to finish out your assignment. Amen. If I leave that bread alone and all them sweets alone, I'll see it. Amen. I'll get through. But, but again, even in that, in our rebirth, we got to take on that incorruptible seed. Look at this in the NLT. For you have been born again, but not to a life that will quickly end. Can you say amen? Woo! Your new life will last forever because it comes from the eternal living word of God. He says, if you will surrender to me, you'll be with me forever. Look at somebody say, that's me. He talking about me. He talking about me. Rebirth. Look at somebody say, go green. Rebirth. Amen. It, 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 it represents rebirth. The trees are coming back to rebirth the life. You need to be rebirthed this morning. I believe, I know God done some rebirthing earlier this morning in this altar. He done some rebirthing this morning. He done some rebirthing. Now let's look at this one here. Don't throw nothing at me on this one here now. Isaiah 58 and 8. This shall the light break forth as a morning and thine health shall spring forth every now and then. Maybe so. Speedily. And thy righteousness shall go before thee. The glory of the Lord shall be thy reward. Man, if, we were, man, if you get up that morning and say that when you get up, say, oh, let me try to get up. Oh, I'll see if it's going to be any better today. So you need to quit agreeing with the problems and start speaking to your problems. You need to start speaking to your problems. Even your health problems. Even your health problems. You get up and, 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 and it wants to tell you, oh, it wants to tell you it hurt. You say, in Jesus' name, by the stripes of Jesus Christ, my back is whole, healed, and well in Jesus' name. And whatever's causing that pain, I speak to it and I drive it away in Jesus' name. So you ought to have church over your healing before you ever get in the, probably even in the shower. Or good eye to bed. But see, if we're not careful, now I'm not talking about none of y'all, but y'all heard somebody out there say this. Well, let me see if I can get up. Ah, I don't know if I'm going to be able to take a bath this morning. Let me see if I can get in, get, make it in here and get me a donut. Get around. Just a thought. Sugar, sugar, I'm just telling you, sugar hinders and it, and, and it, and it hinders your joints. It hinders your joints. Sugar hinders your joints. But no, we, we need to take the word. The Bible says speak to your problem. Amen. We need to speak, we need to speak to that problem and say, I ain't talking about that donut. I'm talking about before the donut. Amen. I'm, you, you need to speak to that, that, that leg or that knee or that, that ankle, that foot or that back. And you, you, you speak to that and you begin to, you begin to speak to it. And then shall light, then shall thy light break forth as the morning, and thy help shall spring forth speedily, and thy righteous shall go before thee. The glory of the Lord shall be thy reward. But see, you got, there's something you got to do. You got to speak to this body. Amen. In fact, the Bible says he's given us authority. So you got to take that authority and speak to this body. You got to speak to it. 
Now, there may be times it may keep on hurting. You just keep on speaking because, remember, the Bible says we walk by faith and not by sight of how we feel. But the Bible also says God will reward the faithfulness of his children. He will reward it. He will reward it. Look at this verse in the NLT. Dear friend, I hope all is well with you. That you are as healthy in the body as you are strong in the spirit. 3 John 1 and 2. Wow. Dear friend, hope all is well with you and you are as healthy in the body as you are strong in the spirit. Now, now I'm just saying what I believe the Bible says right here. That we can be as strong in our physical body as we are in the spirit. That we can overcome it. We got to fight it. We got to persevere. You know, you got to push through. Hey, man. How many of you, and you ain't got to raise your hand, but I'm sure there's probably some that felt like not coming this morning, but you got up and come on anyhow. Got up and come on anyhow. And you got to push yourself. You got, you, 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 you got to, you got, you got to push yourself sometimes. You got, you got to go forward and, and, and push yourself in that, in that, in that health. Health. You got to look at yourself. Speak to yourself and say, I'm whole, healed, and well. Come on, some of you, you. You talk to yourself all the time about the negative. Talk positive. Now, what did I do with them keys? I reckon I'm going crazy. See, you speak negative. Let's speak positive. I don't know what you're going to do with that child. That child, that boy's young and ain't gonna, never going to be worth nothing. Quit speaking so negative. Speak positive. Man, the power of God's going to get a hold of him one day and ain't no telling what God's going to use him to be. Amen. Speak positive. Speak positive. Health. And look at this one. We talked about growth, rebirth, health. Health and hope. Hope. Psalms 31, 24. Look at this. Be of good courage. He shall strengthen your heart. All ye that what? Hope in the Lord. What's your, what's your hope in this morning? Amen. What is your hope in? See, the world's hope, you gotta remember this. The world's definition of hope is this. They say, well, I hope it comes through means that it might or it might not. The definition, you can look it up, dig it out, Greek, Hebrew, and in, in, in the Word of God, the definition of hope in the spiritual of the Word of God is hope is I'm living in expectation that it's going to take place. I know some people saying, well, I hope they get that building one day. Oh, that building coming. Amen. God's timing and all. But I hope. I hope. Well, I, I hope they get, they'll get married one day. When now, see, they got to figure out, are they supposed to be together? If they ain't supposed to be together, one needs to go, one needs to go to the east and one needs to run to the west. But see, you got to get the hope from the Word of God. But the definition of hope in the Word of God is an expectation. I don't know when or know how, but the hope means it's going to, an expectation, it's going to happen. Be of good courage. Good courage. Look at this in NLT. 
So be strong and courageous. All you put your hope in the Lord. Look at somebody say, put your hope in the Lord. Put your hope in the Lord. Put your hope in the Lord. And look at Psalms 43 and 5. Why art thou cast down, O my soul? Why art thou disquit, disquitted within, within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise Him. Is that you? Hope in God, for I yet shall praise Him, who is the help of my countenance and my God. Whew. And then look in the New Testament in this one in Romans 8.25. But if we hope for that, we see not, then do we with patience. What? Wait for it. But if we hope for that that we see not, I mean hoping for them loved ones and them people to come in. Then do we with patience. What? Wait for it. That's the definition of hope. You're waiting for it. You know, you got God. You stand on His Word. His Word does not lie. His Word will not return void. You're waiting on it. So there's many things about the color green spiritually we can use today of, of, of hope and health. Transition. God wants to transition many of us if we allow Him to. Amen. The birth. Talks about birth and death. As, as the, as the, you know, the, the, during the winter, it looked like those things was dead. We was riding in, in the winter in January with, with the, the family that's from Belize here. And, uh, Martinez says, he said, Pastor, everything looked dead. I said, hold on, it's coming to life. It's going to come to life. I said, when it starts getting hot, it'll come to life. This morning we was driving, I said, see all them trees putting out? I said, I don't know the, I don't know the pecan trees or the last ones put out. I said, ask Minister Vic about that. He can probably tell you something about that. But I said, they last one. I said, but life is coming. Life is coming. Look at somebody say, I got life. Amen. Got life. I got life. Look at this last verse. This a lot of y'all been waiting on this one. Psalms 52 and 8. But I'm like a green olive tree in the house of God. I trust in the mercy of God. How long? How long? And ever. I just keep trusting in God. Amen. I'm not looking at the circumstance. I'm going to stay green like the olive tree. I'm just going to keep trusting and trusting and trusting in God. And we was blessed to go on a trip a while back and we seen olive trees everywhere. Man, olive trees, olive trees was growing over there like pine trees here. There's everywhere. 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 Look at this in Amplified. But I'm like a green olive tree in the house of God. I trust in and confidently, uh oh. Rely on the loving kindness and the mercy of God. How long? Forever and ever. Just keep relying on the mercy of God, church. Keep relying on the mercy of God. And I'll leave you with this quote that St. Patrick said. This is another one of his quotes. He said, the Lord is greater than all. Listen to this quote. He says, the Lord is greater than all. I've said enough. Well, I've said enough. The Lord is greater than all. Amen. I've said enough. Go green. Go green.
Be green this month. Not, not just March, but throughout the rest of this year. Rebirth and health, hope in your life. Father, we thank you for those that's watched and listened. I thank you for those that's came this morning. Your great grace has been here. You've, you've changed many lives already. But God, may we never leave this building or close the service without allowing anybody that's here that haven't asked you to be the Lord of their life to just simply stand up right now as a young man, a young woman, man, a woman, and just walk down and, and kneel. They're not joining the church. They're doing something greater than that. They're joining the worldwide family of God. If you're here this morning and you're not sure that you would go to heaven today if something happened to you, we want to know for sure that you're ready to go. Just come and stand down here. And all you got to do is just come and ask Jesus to come in. Mean it from your heart. Ask him to come in and be the Lord of your life. Forgive you of your sins that you believe he died on the cross and rose again. And receive that free gift that he has for you today. Would you like to do that? Father, we thank you for these people. I ask you to go with us throughout today. Be with us this evening throughout this coming week that God that we look to you we serve you we trust you this week and we be what you'd have us to be this week God that we get in the word and, and listen to some gospel good positive gospel Christian music and read your word and get your word and grow in this word that my life gets better and better and better God as the song says life will get sweeter and sweeter as the days go by as we serve you so Father we just speak your blessings on these people and those that's watched today We give you the glory and the praise in Jesus' name. Amen.